Hello and welcome to this IBR Extra, a podcast from the Iowa Business Report. I'm Jeff Stein. In the fourth edition of our program, which aired during the fourth weekend of January 2020, we examined the Iowa economic forecast for the first quarter of the new year with results from a survey conducted by the Iowa Association of Business and Industry of its members. Mike Ralston is president of the group. We spoke in their offices in downtown Des Moines on December 11th of last year, just as the survey results were released. This was also just as the U.S. House announced a deal on USMCA, and that comes up in our conversation as well. It seems to me in looking at the data from the first quarter outlook, there's a lot of optimism in business and industry in Iowa. I'll ask you to talk about the numbers in a moment, but what do you think is the source of that optimism? I think there are a couple things. There, there seems to be ongoing positivity when it comes to the discussion of trade with China. While there's no final deal, lately the news is we're getting together, we're getting something done, and that's a big deal. Second is the whole USMCA thing and the fact that uh, when we did our survey, it wasn't known, but uh, here in the last couple of days, there's been an announcement of a deal between the White House and Democrats in Congress, and that's a big deal. So those two things, along with generally strong economic data, provide for that positivity. In the past, most recent surveys, you've had some positivity. You've had people who talked about investing in their people and their plants. But the numbers really ticked up in this current outlook. What are some of the comparative numbers for the audience's benefit? Well, I will say that I was surprised. I expected it to be a relatively positive uh, response, but I was sort of blown away by the numbers. If you uh, look at the survey numbers this time, uh, almost 60%, 59 point something of the respondents say that they expect increased sales in the coming quarter. That corresponds to 47% in in, uh, historical data. So that's a significant uh, increase of almost, what, 17 percentage points. And that's literally in a quarter. It is. It is. The thing that really blew me away was there almost 80% of the respondents say that they're going to invest in some sort of capital expenditure, whether that's a physical plant expansion or a major new piece of equipment and machinery or some other thing. That's a big deal. So not only is it good news for Iowa in the fact that these folks expect increased sales, but it's also great news in the fact that they intend to invest in their businesses in a major way in the coming quarter, and that's, that's terrific news. It is one thing to invest in people and enhance the workforce. And we'll talk about that. But there's a real lasting commitment, isn't there, when a business says, we're going to add a new building. We are going to expand the physical plant. We're going to invest in equipment. Because that suggests, and I don't mean to be hard-hearted about it, but you can lay employees off if you need to to control costs. It's a, a terrible fact of business. But if you're going to commit to that investment in building or infrastructure, that says you have long-standing confidence, does it not? You're exactly right, Jeff. If you're going to make that kind of investment, you expect and and realize that there'll have to be a return over time. So you do it knowing that uh, we're going to make these uh, loan payments or we're going to depreciate this piece of machinery over time. You know that for you to get that return on the investment, you have to allow time to make that happen. So you're right, it is a major investment. It's something that uh, means that this business is committed to the long term. I mentioned workforce, Mm -hmm. and these people are looking to hire 
employees to augment the existing staff. There's a caveat to that about whether you can find them, but talk, if you will, about the numbers of businesses who say, we will be investing in human capital, human workforce, in the next quarter. For as long as you and I have been talking, what's that, uh, almost 15 years, the number one issue has been uh, workforce. And in this latest survey, uh, well over 40% of the respondents said, we need to hire more people in the coming quarter. And so, again, that's terrific news. It means that there are good jobs uh, available out there that uh, Iowans hopefully will be able to fill right away. But there is a concern. Can they find the workers they need? If they can, will they take them away from some other manufacturer? And I think the bottom line is it's good for workers because if everybody needs you, you can command a better salary and wage. And we're seeing some of that data come up, too, that wages are increasing. In the net, that's very good for Iowa as well. We talk about how business is doing, but to that last point you made, which I think is very important to highlight, it's too simplistic to say if business does well, employees will do well. But to what you were discussing, if there is demand for workers, we're not talking about minimum wage jobs. We're talking about a competitive environment where you as an employee might be sought after. It might mean a job change, but then your now vacant job, because you worked your way up somewhere, is now open for someone else. In essence, it is a worker's market, if you will, with regard to this shortage we have of correctly trained workers. I believe that's exactly right. Again, data from Iowa State University indicates that wages are rising in Iowa. That, that cycle of entering the workforce, moving up to a better job, receiving training, moving up to an ever even better job is well underway here. I'm not aware of a single ABI member company. We have 1,500 member companies in this state. I'm not aware of a single ABI member company that pays their beginning employees anything close to the minimum wage. They're all well over the minimum wage. That doesn't mean that there aren't minimum wage jobs out there, but my point is, if you're a worker, you have an opportunity to really find a much better paying job, and one that offers other rewards too, more fulfilling, more satisfying, uh, the kinds of benefits you need to support a family, those sorts of things. And that's important to me because this is a survey of your members. Mm -hmm. And if, by definition, your members are already at above minimum wage, there's an exponential impact on the state's economy if, in fact, they're going to be investing in workforce. Well, that's 100% right. You know, we've seen that. We're going to continue to see it. And again, that's all that is, is good for Iowa and good for Iowans. We've made reference to your members. Remind people, your association is what and does what? The Iowa Association of Business and Industry is Iowa's oldest and largest statewide business organization. We have members in all of Iowa's 99 counties, and those members are businesses, not individuals. We were founded 116 years ago as the Iowa Manufacturers Association, and of those uh, 1,500 members, by far the largest industry segment is still manufacturing. So um, we have representatives of all kinds of business, manufacturing, warehouse, utilities, financial institutions, insurance companies. We don't have a lot of retail. I suppose hy V would be our largest retail member, but there's a great retail federation in Iowa, and they well represent retailers. When people think of ABI, a lot of times they think of companies like John Deere or Arconic or uh, Principal Financial Group or you name it, and those are all great uh, international companies. But a typical ABI member is usually smaller, maybe a couple hundred to 300 employees. Oftentimes it's privately held. Most times it's uh, one of the largest, if not the largest, employers in a county. There are a lot of great manufacturing centers in Iowa, Waverly, Pella, I could go on and on. 
and we uh, we work hard to represent those folks that make up those manufacturing centers and other businesses. And interesting, as you just said, there are a number of great manufacturing centers. You mentioned towns of less than 10,000 people. Mm-hmm. This is not just a Des Moines, Cedar Rapids, Quad Cities sort of thing. When we talk about manufacturing, they may not employ tens of thousands of workers at a plant, mm-hmm. but it is a vital part of those individual communities and their respective health. Oh, it is. Um, in fact, most Iowa counties have at least one community that has a sizable manufacturer. And you're right, we're not talking tens of thousands, but again, we're talking about hundreds of people. And if you're located in a county of 12,000 people, that's a big deal. And uh, you'll find people that uh, commute to those jobs from outside the county that uh, uh, may end up moving to the county for this job. It's, these companies are big deals. And uh, everybody knows that Iowa's urban areas are by and large doing pretty well. Greater Des Moines, uh, Waterloo, Cedar Falls, the Quad Cities, Dubuque, uh, Cedar Rapids. Our urban centers are doing pretty well. But boy, if it weren't for these manufacturers and other businesses, rural Iowa would be in even tougher, tougher shape when it comes to economic vitality. We have heard a lot of folks in agriculture in Iowa, whether it's the governor, the secretary of agriculture, others, talk about how important getting USMCA in some form passed, ratified, approved throughout the continent. Those in manufacturing have a great interest in this as well. It's not just the disposable, consumable goods that we think of with ag. This is a big move for manufacturing, isn't it? It is a big move for manufacturing. Iowa is an ag state, but Iowa is also a manufacturing state. And in fact, I believe manufacturing accounts for an even larger share of our state's uh, domestic gross product. Uh, Iowa manufactures two largest customers, or Canada and Mexico. We export a lot of hard goods, uh, durable goods to those two nations, and getting this done is a big deal for Iowa manufacturers too. It provides that certainty that was lacking before. It uh, provides a, a framework that makes doing business easier with those two trading partners, and that's a big deal. It's, it's really good for Iowa Ag, but definitely at least as good for Iowa manufacturing. What challenges have there been for Iowa manufacturers over the past, let's say, two years or so? NAFTA has been uncertain, if not pulled off the table. We obviously had the uncertainty about a replacement. What has that done to manufacturing in the state? Just that level of uncertainty. Yes, there's the promise of the future and how great it could be, but that in-between period can be a little thorny. It it can be, and a lot of times when uh, Iowa manufacturers are doing business in other countries, they're using local agents in those countries to help uh, finalize the deal arrangement when it comes to financing or, or uh, uh, receiving the, the, uh, the payment. Uh, those kinds of things were always in place, but again, uncertain. There was a framework that was a part of uh, the North American Free Trade Agreement, NAFTA, that was still in place, but it just makes a big difference when uh, all the players know this is the framework. These are the guidelines. These are the regulations. People say all the time, well, what do your members want? They're like everybody else. They want certainty. They want to be able to uh, compete and perform in a business environment that provides some certainty, and that's what this agreement does. Mike Ralston is president of the Iowa Association of Business and Industry. We spoke in their offices in Des Moines on December 11th of 2019. More information about their first quarter 2020 economic survey can be found on their website, iowaabi.org. And, of course, the Iowa Association of Business and Industry is a supporter of the Iowa Business Report radio program and podcast. 
The Iowa Business Report airs weekly on dozens of radio stations across the state of Iowa, and the podcast posted right here every week, along with additional IBR extras. I'm Jeff Stein for the Iowa Business Report.